This is the History Lessons Podcast with certified financial planning practitioner, Patrick Huey. Hey guys, it's Friday and before you start your weekend, one of the last weekends of the summer, before you head out there, fire up the barbecue or head to the beach, let's spend a few minutes and talk about your finances. This week, we'll answer another common question, should I own gold or should I buy gold? It's a common question, especially as we get around time periods where you could potentially see a recession, as a lot of people believe that gold is either recession-proof and or, and I've heard this from several people that, and I'm quoting here, it never loses value. So we're going to take a look at those assumptions, but first we're going to back up and we're going to take a look at not just the tactics of investment and buying or selling something is a tactic, but we're going to take a look at the strategy and we're going to go another level higher and look at the objectives. Okay, so typically you have goals, you break those goals down into objectives, that objective creates a strategy, and from your strategy, you choose your tactics. So you can see just going in and saying, should I buy something, whether it's gold or an annuity or a certain stock, just saying, should I buy that is a tactical question. And you really need to be careful that that change in tactics is mirroring everything that was decided before it. Okay, so how do we do that? Well, once again, I've got a checklist this week that I will share. There's going to be a link to it in the notes. Feel free to download it if you're listening on Spotify or on uh, Apple iTunes uh, to this podcast. Then you may not be able to see the video. Uh, If you're following along on video, I'm going to bring it up on the screen and, and talk through it. So feel free, again, to go in, find the show notes, and download this checklist so you can follow along as well. This is a general investment review checklist that I use with prospects and clients quite frequently. Okay, This is going to give us the framework to make sure that when we look at an overall investment plan and we look at an overall portfolio, that we indeed have the correct tactics available to us and we're utilizing them to reach our goals. First, we're going to start with investment objectives. Do the goals, time horizon, objectives of your investment portfolio need to be reviewed? Have Basically, has something changed? Have you inherited property? Have you decided to retire? What has changed that would lead you to make a tactical change and why? Do you need to assess your risk tolerance? Now, this checklist talks about risk tolerance, but in my practice, we work with two risk numbers, risk preference, okay, that's pretty close to your risk tolerance. It's how you feel about how much risk you want to take in the coming six to 12 months. And the other is a risk capacity, okay, based on your financial numbers, how much risk could you take, right? How much risk do people like you take in comparison? I think both of those numbers are extremely important. We spend a lot of time at Victory in my practice going through risk tolerance. I actually have several surveys that that talk about it, and we use them from time to time with clients just to take their temperature, just to see how risk tolerance may or may not be changing given what's going on in the world. Next up, do you need to determine if you're on track to meet your goals? Well, guess what? If your answer to that question is, I don't know, then your answer is actually yes. 
If you don't have a written plan for retirement or for whatever your ultimate goals are, get one. Okay, don't go forward with making changes to an investment plan if it's not tied to a retirement plan or an overall financial plan. If you're taking distributions, uh, have the spending and distribution rates been reviewed? If you're taking distributions, obviously we need to have a spending plan in place. Okay, so if that is the change that is making you seek gold or anything else, definitely need to have a conversation about that. Definitely need to think through things like liquidity and risk to make sure that we're not doing something that could damage our ability to continue taking those types of distributions out. Do you need to review performance measurement methods? Okay, how are you measuring performance? I have clients who do it a number of different ways. Mine is standardized. Uh, We use time-weighted rates of return, but some clients like to do things a little bit differently, and that's okay. As long as you are uh, consistent with it, and you're able to describe exactly what you're looking for, and that it makes mathematical sense. Do you have assets outside of your portfolio and or future sources of income, pension, social security, annuity? All this stuff is just saying, when changes happen, we need to go back and revise this financial plan up here. And then we can start taking a look at strategies and tactics. All right, through the investment objectives, now we're on to investment issues. Uh, Does your aggregate asset allocation need to be reviewed? Again, if your answer is here is my what? Well, then we haven't done our job planning up top. We haven't decided on an overall investment allocation, asset allocation to meet the goals that you've identified. Do the investment selection criteria need to be reviewed and updated? Maybe. Uh, Maybe this new investment that you want to make in gold has been identified in a certain way that you think is repeatable in the future. Okay. Now that type of occurrence is fairly rare. If you're going to change your investment selection criteria, there needs to be a good reason for it. If you rebalance your portfolio, does the rebalance plan need to be reviewed? Not everybody rebalances. Uh, There are some uh, studies out there that suggest that uh, frequent rebalancing can add value over time to a portfolio. Uh, But every portfolio manager is a little bit different as far as when they rebalance and why. Do you have tax-exempt, tax-deferred, and taxable investment accounts? The more you have with different tax treatment, the more complex this planning becomes in a good way, right? The, 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 The bad side, the bad part of it is you got a lot of complexity. But the good side is you got a lot of complexity, meaning you can take funds from different accounts in retirement, depending on your tax needs. If you're trying to save uh, tax in a certain year, you know one of the strategies might be to take some money out of a, a Roth IRA that year or a taxable account uh, that's not an IRA and isn't going to provide quite as much taxable income to you. Okay, So think about that and then think about, well, where would this new investment I'm considering, where would gold fit inside of those accounts? Right? We talked about asset allocation. This is a decision potentially on asset location. Right, So where could this fit potentially inside of our tax planning? Are you taking your planning to take distributions from the accounts? Got to make sure that you have enough liquidity with any investment uh, and potentially enough safety so that you're decreasing the, uh, the volatility within a portfolio as you're taking withdrawals. Got to think those things through. Do you have any significant positions that represent a large portion of your portfolio, such as company stock? 
Remember, that could lead to some concentration risk. And let's just say you're going to buy gold and hold it alongside uh, your company stock. And those are your two holdings. You know, how much real diversification are you going to have there? How volatile a plan will that be? Let's go back and backtest it. Now, backtesting is not perfect, uh, but it sure can give you a sense of, you know, how big of a, a drop uh, you would have gone through holding such a, a portfolio. I'm going to air quote portfolio there, but it'll show you exactly what happened during COVID, during 2008, during 2018, when we had our little mini bear market in December. You can see all of those and you can look at it and say, ooh, I'm, I'm not willing to go through that again. Do you have any investments you want to own or exclude from your portfolio? Again, this is all port, part of your or should be part of your written, hopefully, uh, investment plan. How do you want to go about investing your dollars? Well, this is the plan. Uh, and these are the things I want to own. And these are the things I don't want to own. Do you need to open a new account specifically tied to an investment objective? If you're going to buy gold, is it going to require you to hold a new account? Do you have a taxable account? And are you funding your current cash flow needs? Again, we're really beating the drum on this one, right? But cash flow is king. And is the investment you're going to make potentially going to, going to create a cash flow issue? Do you have a taxable account consisting of long-term positions with low cost basis? If you do, just realize that if you're going to sell an investment to buy a new one, you're going to create a tax issue for yourself. Do you have a taxable account and is your modified adjustment gross income in excess of $200,000 or $250,000 if married filing jointly? What we're talking about there is <clears throat> the potential to be uh, included in a special category of taxpayer uh, where you would uh, then have a, an extra 3.8% surtax. So let's be careful, you know, before we go changing tactics, make sure we understand what the, uh, what the tax implications of that could be. Do you hold any assets with a tax loss? That's the other side of this coin because you can use those to offset gains and potentially keep yourself uh, out of that 3.8% uh, net investment uh, tax. Are you trying to minimize your tax liability? If you're not, please tell me why, uh, because I think pretty much everybody out there is willing to pay exactly what they owe, but not a dollar more. Okay, So let's work on minimizing that tax liability by understanding that there are tax implications to everything we do in the investment landscape. Right. If we're going to go buy gold, we got to buy. We got to sell something else potentially to buy it. There's going to be a tax consequence to that. When we go to sell gold, if we're going to sell it, there's going to be a tax consequence to that. Other issues: uh, Is there a plan in place during periods of market decline? Is there? Have you broken it out recently? Uh, and are you thinking about it? And does this particular investment, the one you're considering, help with that plan? Do you need help understanding investment fees and charges? Good time to, to figure out not only what's going to cost you in taxes, but is it going to cost you anything uh, in, in fees as well? Do you need to assess how future contributions will be handled? If you're going to add money to this account, is it going to go towards the new investment in gold or is it going to go somewhere else uh, to help diversify you? Uh, do or did you participate in any employer stock plans? Are we going to be too loaded up in certain things if you've got a bunch of employee stock plans? Now you're seeing your participation levels rise and rise with your employer stock. And now you're going to 
put a bunch of money into a, a gold investment alongside it, what's that going to do? How is that going to react together? Is it enough diversification? Does the frequency of any account review and monitoring need to be updated? How often are you going in and reviewing your investments? You know, for, for my clients, it's quarterly, uh, at least. Some of them uh, want to do it on, on, a, on a more frequent basis. You're always monitoring, okay? At least in my practice, we monitor our models on a daily basis, but you're reviewing at least uh, three, four times a year to make sure that you're catching changes, right? If something changes upstream of the investment plan, then the investment plan may need to change as well. Do the roles, responsibilities of inter interested parties, professionals, fiduciaries, or others involved need to be reviewed? Hey, if you're watching this and we don't work together and your answer to that question was yes, give me a call, send me an email. Uh, let's see if we might be a fit for you and vice versa. Let's see if you might be a fit for us. Or okay, so those are all the upstream uh, decisions or, or factors that you need to think about before you go in and, and make a new investment. If you're one of these people that I hear that says, I want to buy gold because it never loses value and it's great in a recession, allow me to point out this chart, which I pulled up, uh, which has gold prices in US dollars, percent change, going all the way back to 1980. Okay, and that's the purple line. And then it's got U.S. Consumer Price Index, that percent change. That's inflation. That's the orange line. And then it's got recessions. These gray bands are U.S. recessions. And here's what I see. Okay, Here's how I would interpret this chart. Number one, I see a whole big period right here from basically 1988 through 2008 where inflation beat gold. And pretty handily in some of these years. Okay. I see several periods of declining, sharply declining values in gold. I see a number of years of just kind of rolling over uh, from a peak and never really recovering for decades. Okay. So if you're going to tell me, that you need gold because it is going to hold its value and because it is uh, good in recessions, then every time we see a recession, it should be going up, okay? Probably three quarters of the time that's true, but there are a couple cases where gold does not increase during a recession. So those are just the facts. Gold is not a cure-all for recessions. It's not a cure-all that always goes up in value. Uh, indeed, there are long periods of time where gold underperforms. And just like any other asset, uh, it should be used knowing what it can and cannot do. Okay, that's it for this week. Take care out there, guys and gals. Have a great weekend. And join us again for more history lessons for the modern investor. See ya. See you next week. <laughs>